about Trying to figure out what it's all about Existentialist Am I worth anything or just a scout? I don't know that was great sounds of Watts with Outside on WNHHLP 103.5 FM New Haven. Myself, Preston, with my partner in crime, Long Island Raised, Elm City Made, EZ Blues is in the building. Easy Blues, you're better with introductions more than me. Who do we have with us today on Behind the Brand? Ladies and gentlemen, when you hear Jack Jill of all trades, you don't really understand what it takes to do that. Not only do you spend 10,000 hours mastering a single artistry and vision, but when you can take 10,000 hours per 10,000 things, then you become a master of master. And that is one of the most important things. So I just want you to really understand and focus upon you are only as limited by the caliber in which you put yourself. And for that, I want you to put your hands together, not if you're driving. If you're driving, we're going to keep our hands at 10 and 2 because we don't need any accidents. But mentally, put your hands together for the fantastic, the amazing author, artist, incredible human being. I believe also reads tarot cards from what I know. The amazing, the incredible Seven Taylor. Welcome, Ben Venuen. Thanks for, yes, the show. thanks for that. Thanks for the introduction. <laughs> of course, of course. Now, just so that people understand, you know, you are a musician, you are an author, you know, you, yeah. you do a whole bunch of different things. Um, yeah. Now let's have the chicken and the egg conversation. What right. came first? Were you an author first or were you, you, you a musician first? Um, I think I've always been, a, yeah, I would say I've always been a writer first before anything, but I did know that at some point in my life, I I was going to be introduced to music. I just didn't know exactly at what point. So music didn't really, music always been a part of my life, but I didn't really start publicly doing music until like 2014, 2015. Yeah. So it's kind of like a little hatching of everything. Everything came behind each other. And that's one of the, the most incredible things because we hear about it on, on, um, we talk about it on the show all the time. We, we mm -hmm. look at branding as kind of the professional wrestling uh, method of it. You find right. out who you are, you turn yourself up to 11. And, right. you know, that, that is the brand in which you, you push. And you are the right. perfect example of that, you know, mm -hmm. because when, when there's a whole bunch of world that's telling you, you have to look like this, you have to act like this, you know, uh, the style of the music you play has to be played at this way. And you have to look particularly this way and you have to wear right. this outfit and all of this. You sit there and go, no, nah, I'm just going to make good music. Um, <laughs> right. And then I'm also going to write some books and, you know, I'm right. going to do some whatever else I need. Uh, what right. gave that that confidence? Because a lot of people would be like, nah, I'm going to do everything they tell me I have to do. I'm going to jump through every single hoop humanly possible. Um, but you're right. like, no, no, I don't I don't I don't do hoops. I don't do hoops. Get get my people to do hoops for me. How did that happen? Um, I feel like I've always I've always been a, re a rebellious soul. <laughs> mm -hmm. I do feel like I've lived, I feel like I'm living a lot of past lives in one life at this current moment. Um, and that's probably why all the jack of trades come in at. Uh, but I do feel that I've always liked the ch challenge. If you tell me like, oh, you can't wear this color. I'm aware of the color, but I'm aware it's so good that you're going to compliment me every time you see me. So it's like, I, I feel like when someone challenges me, it's actually good. Some people don't like to be challenged. I like to be challenged. Challenge me. You know, you know, try to put me in that space and let me and let me show you how I can, you know, better produce something way past your imagination, you know, what you think, your limitations. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's it's always well, been it, me. 
it, it's so interesting too because we have been very very conditioned as per society you right. know to play within those barriers and it has to be within those barriers um you sitting and being a rebellious soul how have you been able to do self-care in an right. industry that really does uh, it hurts. Like, let's be real. This, you know, Hunter S. Thompson has said it. This industry is full of pimps, prostitutes, liars, cheats, drug addicts, uh, <laughs> uh, right. hookers, and Johns. And there's a bad side. Um, yeah. You know, <laughs> how do you maintain a, a positivity? Because it's one thing, you know, following you on social media um, mm-hmm. that I really have noticed is although there have been moments of struggle and where you've had to reach out for a conversation, you've had a decent community around you. Um, you've maintained a a fierce positivity Mm. um, where some people would look at that as this is your armor, but to actually know you. And and I kind of think as per social media standards, I know you pretty well. Um, You know, it really is who you are. And how does this happen so genuinely? Because there's a whole, like there's a 16, 15, 14 year old kid right now that is struggling with so many different forms of identity. Yeah. Um, what advice do you give them for being your genuine self? It's kind of like where I wanted to go with this. Right. Uh, no, I mean, I, lo- I love the way that you, you know, work, you know, patterning your questions. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I feel that my biggest goal throughout my experience has always been to inspire, to inspire. So someone inspired me to do this and, and I get to now inspire a whole nother generation of people to do things that they want to do. Um, I know that sometimes when you are, I'm very, I'm spiritual, not religious, but spiritual. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I feel like when you are on your spiritual journey, when you are figuring out what life is and all these different things that come to you once you're at that last uh, pinnacle of high school, that little last year, like, okay, now you got to go into the real world. You got to be adult, <laughs> you know, it, it's kind of scary. It's kind of lonely. You don't know exactly where you're going to go or what's going to happen. It's, it's, it's a, there's an excitement there, but there's also a thrill that if I don't do what I need to do, then I could become what I've seen around me. You know, and I've always referenced, you know, the Raisin in the Sun, you know, that that play. And I say a lot of people, especially in the Connecticut area, they have the Raisin in the Sun syndrome is where they have the seed they plant it but they don't know how to water the dream they don't know how to water the the fruition of what they want out of this thing called life and i think once i seen it happen over and over again when it was my time to put the seed into the ground i was just like okay now let's put the water on it (laughs) let's tend to it let's throw some up in here you know excuse me i don't know if you cut up here but you know so it's like um no (laughs) no you can't cut up here okay no no it's okay though okay my bad but yeah, so it's like at the end of the day, you you really want to be aware consciously of where you're, I guess, producing. What are you mm-hmm. producing this time that you may have not done a year ago? Right. You know, it's just that inner uh, question that I always ask myself. Okay, what does it all mean? You know, that's a big question I ask myself. Like when you're done with this project and you're done with this and you're done with all these, what does it mean? Does it beyond the money, beyond the the the, uh, the fame and things that is attached to it, what does it mean to your soul? You know, so right. that's the, I guess that's the thing that grounds me as I go into my journey. You know, inspire to inspire. Well, and, and, that's, and that's super key, you know, inspire to inspire. And of mm-hmm. course, we'll get into those who have inspired you. 
Um, mm -hmm. So understand that we, we will see there, but I want to sit in this moment for, for a little bit as well, um, mm -hmm. because you gave so many incredible nuggets. Um, but Thank now you. I'm look I'm looking for the detail behind that nugget. You right. said, you know, to focus on watering. What's right. does, what does watering look like for a musician? What does watering look like for somebody who wants to take that journey from I'm just doing this to get the voices in my head to be quiet to right. I now can understand I can do this and those voices right. can pay me. Um, right. you know, so what does that watering intending to that garden? look like for that musician we'll start with the musician and then we'll transition into the author right okay i mean i like the way that you set it up too yeah okay so yeah um i, I do feel that for the music being a musician um i do feel that it's being consistent like you know you have to really be consistent i'm a very consistent person um i love the feeling of completing something um i am a healthy workaholic in a sense, like I'll stay up all nights and stuff like that. Like, you know, I think when we when we look for this consciousness of success, we know that it comes with a lot of it's like the rocket going up into space and it has to detach all the shit that it I'm sorry, all the stuff that it does not need anymore. Um, so it's like I don't know why I'm profanity, but um it, it detaches a lot of the stuff that it doesn't need anymore. So now it's more so uh focus on getting through those other layers and to get to the space mm -hmm. quote unquote space <laughs> so i feel like that's the thing with consciousness when it comes to an individual that is working on their music obviously you know you want to scope your sound you want your sound to be something that uh the public enjoys but you got to enjoy it first so you got to mm -hmm. get out of the, you know, get the quirks out. Because I know when we first start making music, that playback, you'd be like, oh, cringing. <laughs> like, what I mean, that's yeah. awesome. You know, and then you start to, you know, love your voice. And I, I feel like one thing I used to do is I used to just listen to my voice over and over and over again to the point that it does not feel cringy and it does not feel so alienated because mm -hmm. I can listen to another artist and enjoy it. But then when you come to yourself, you're like, oh, I'm cringy. I'm this, you know, so it's like mm -hmm. it's about being consistent. It's about understanding yourself, learning the formula, um, learning that consciousness and success is one. And in order for you to really go and progress in life, you got to let certain things go. And that's right. caring about what other people think. That's uh, whatever your raising this syndrome is, raising in the sun syndrome is in your family. Um, it's just about really going deeper into the aspect of okay if i want this what does it require of me you know and that's the question like i said i've always asked myself you know what what is this what does this mean to me what does it mean when all is done and from there you could just draw from there you know but i guess everybody have their own way of trying to ground themselves within the creative process See, I, I, I ourselves love, on whhlp 103.5 fm new haven myself preston and my partner in crime, Long Island Rays, Elm City made EZ Blues is in the building. Before EZ gives us some incredible knowledge, Seven, um, you said healthy workaholic and you stay up all night. Please break that down because I don't really think that's unhealthy. <laughs> right. Um, Because, you know, sometimes when we think about workaholics, you know, we think of like someone that's just, they don't care about nobody but themselves. They, they focus mm -hmm. on the goal. Sometimes... You could turn around and everybody that you once loved 
may not be in that same space no more. Like grandma or grandpa might be, you know, on the other side right. of the, you know, the plane. Uh, you know, someone might got married and you didn't attend their wedding or whatever, you know, whatever the scenario mm. is. I feel like a healthy workaholic, um, <laughs> even though that sounds crazy together, but a healthy workaholic to me, I feel that it's someone that knows balance. I'm a Libra. Okay. So we're very on balance. I need I need a balance filling this entertainment world, but also filling that personal world as well. Mm -hmm. So to be able to go to a party of my niece or nephew and actually digest a moment without feeling like I need to be worried about what beats coming through or what what projects people grab. You know, it's like I want to be focused in the moment. I think that's the present. The present is the present, obviously. You know, being focused in the moment and not allowing yourself to keep being detoured away from what you should really experience, you know, less experiences. Let's not overdo it. I got you. Not not letting <laughs> it get to you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, and and I I love the fact that it is you know you become an idiosyncrasy um, because right. you can be a healthy workaholic as per right. you're beating yourself up with deadlines and you're making sure that the stuff is happening, but right. you're also making sure that. You're there for, say, if, you know, you have children, you're there for your children's uh, ball game, or you're there to make sure that you're still living the connections that are necessary in, in life itself, right. where you're not being solo-minded, solo-focused. I talk about a lot um, mm -hmm. in the human existence that, uh, you know, I have no problem with anything except for super fandom. When, mm. you know, something becomes that one, when you become one point of a personality um, right. and your entire person personality breathes at, by, by anything, whether it be a super Star Wars fan, a super Star Trek fan, you know, a super Beyonce fan. If that's the only thing you are, that's right. a problem. Right. Um, you know, that's that's unhealthy, <laughs> you know, but you, you know, I can be a super fan of creating art mm -hmm. and, you know, be very obsessed with that so that there are some days where I am writing lyrics on a ridiculous basis or I'm writing a screenplay right. or I'm tie dyeing masks, you know, trying to just figure out other ways to just continue to create. Cause I've noticed the only time I'm truly happy. And then that balance mm -hmm. is when I am creating. Right. Um, it's, like a, it's, it's definitely an addiction. <laughs> no, it is. But, but the other thing is, is I, I also feel that it's, it's very yin and yang aspect of it too, because mm -hmm. you know, I spent a yeah. And I, I spent a lot of my life, we'll say doing destructive things, whether it be to myself <laughs> or other people. Um, right. And now I am creating now I'm, I'm trying to repair the damage to the universe in which I've did from my, in, in my youth um, and mm -hmm. dealing with yeah. that spiritual as aspect of it. So I think that that's great. And I love how we're continuing to talk about the spiritual aspect of, of, of music. But right, right. this is also a, a branding show, um, right. and we really want to. I want to talk about what it actually looks like as per how you deal with your marketing, how yes. you deal with you know, and that as per the watering, you know, right. what it's like to have to you know submit to Spotify to run ad campaigns, you know, all those little charges that we don't we were never taught. Right. Right. As younger musicians, we just thought like you wrote the best song ever, and mm -hmm. then you put you release that, there, and then yeah. everyone just bows down. Right. And as you walk down the street, you hear you know here they come, it's amazing. <laughs> That's not the reality. It's still right. a matter of that other work, and I, I don't think a lot of independent musicians understand the importance of the marketing. 
uh, whether yeah. it be through social media, whether it be through, you know, um, some of the streaming platforms, or they might not even know that stuff yeah. exists. And we're not right. talking about the bot buying things. No, we're talking right. about genuine advertising mm-hmm. and how that does affect um, in every single genre. So please. Yeah. No, that's about true. That I mean, right. I mean, yeah, that's def- definitely just to add into the conversation, you know, that you started. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. For me, I feel like this time around, I was able to really understand the horizon of things. Like, far as um, before even getting to the point of the release date of my album, which came out September 27th, um, I started on July 27th, I started the official press tour. So I was talking to multiple different, mm-hmm. you know, genres, magazines, etc., cetera, um, just to build up the momentum for the project itself. And then I was like, you know what, I'm going to do a three-leg type of press tour. Mm-hmm. Today starts the official second leg going into next year. Um, and I get to talk to a lot of, you know, dope platforms. But, yeah, the marketing uh, part behind it is very important because, Yes, you can have something that sounds like angels coming to your house and singing to you every day. But if you don't market it well, everybody ain't going to hear that Michelangelo. You know, everybody ain't going to get that that experience that they need. So it's like, yes, yes, the packaging and the the hours of the studio time is important and the mixing and mastering and all that stuff like that. But when it's time to, I guess, give birth to that project and put it out into the world for everyone's opinion, now you got to follow up with things, you know, and normally that comes merch visuals, which are all coming, but merch visuals, um, interviews after post release, you know, mm-hmm. different things to dissect things, playlisting, et cetera. So yeah, like you said, we, we, at first we thought, um, it was just like, okay, put something out and boom, Hey, <laughs> we out there. And then you started to realize, well, there's a whole market of people doing that. You know, mm-hmm. and, and sometimes we all drop it at the same time. So mm-hmm. what is making your release, I guess, have its own significance? And I think right. that is the work that you put behind it. You know, I'm up late. I'm doing this. I'm reaching out to this person. I'm like, you know, or sometimes just like this, it comes full circle. Like mm-hmm. me seeing you and then going and I, that day I was shooting my album cover. <laughs> so I needed that mic. Um, me seeing you in hindsight and meeting you briefly and then going about my business, mm-hmm. not knowing that months later we will be here. It just right. it just speaks to that whole alignment of it's like you pull things to your reality. Mm-hmm. You know, one day you're looking at Mariah Carey on the phone. Next day you sit next to Mariah Carey. You know, it's that mm-hmm. easy. Yes, there's work to go behind it. <laughs> sit next to Mariah Carey. But if you are perceiving it and you're really like tending to it, again, that watering the plant situation, it'll happen. It might right. not happen like, and I'd rather something have a slow burn than a fast one, you know? Yeah. No, it's for real. What the, uh, the uh, generation is, is on now, it's on abbreviation. Mm-hmm. Everything is abbreviated. So they think that the abbreviations of success is like, okay, you put something mm-hmm. out and boom. You right. know, and if it's in your alignment, it's in your alignment. Some people happen like that, but it's right. not for everybody. Well, and that's that's the difference between um, uh, like being the flash in the pan and and having right. a career. Um, and I know P wanted to wanted to ju- jump on there too, so I want to oh, okay. let him throw his wisdom down. 
Uh, the only yes. wisdom is I forgot to say the tag. I said at the wrong time. WNHHLP 103.5 FM. Wave <laughs> myself, Preston, and my partner in crime, Law Island Rays, Elm City Made, EZ Blues. Um, I don't have any wisdom as of right now, but I love your marketing. Everything is debuted on the 7th. Um, can we just get behind that name, uh, Seven Taylor? Mm-hmm. I don't know if we uh, really discussed it like more earlier in the broadcast, but just uh, break it down. Why seven? Is it because you feel so lucky and blessed to be alive? Like, break down that <laughs> number to me. Yeah. Or so- hold on, hold on. I have one question because I really, right. really, really wanted to know: Is it because mm-hmm. of the Prince song Seven? Oh, that's a good. That's a good point. That's a really no, it's great not song. because of, I mean I do enjoy Prince. Oh, okay. Okay, uh, I do enjoy Prince. As um, easy wears purple. It, it wasn't necessarily Prince. So back in 2018, I had dropped my purple. That's because no, I'm wearing purple. Easy he's, wears he, purple. His I, internet I, I was, is, is was, being is being a little weird. Oh, what's that? Yeah, yeah I was, I was, I was breaking it. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, yeah, it's okay. No, it's a, it's all right. Uh, I was gonna say, um, so is I do enjoy Prince, and Prince definitely, obviously, was light years beyond beyond here um for me back in 2018 i was like a few months before releasing my first big lp and it was called boys just want to have fun i gotta put it back on mm-hmm. streaming service somehow um but um basically i had a dream it was a spiritual dream i used to go by my government initials t taylor that was my name at first and then I had the dream. The dream said, hey, we want you to spell your name like this. Your name is seven. I said, okay. And then they said, this is how you're going to spell it. They literally told me how to spell it. So when I woke up, I grabbed a piece of paper and I wrote it down. And I spelled the S-E-V, the number seven, E-N. And then I mm. kept tailored to honor my great, my late grandmother that passed a few years back. Yeah. So I was like, okay, cool. Uploaded it, changed everything mm. around, open sesame. Everybody mm. started like, you know, tuning in to me, want to know me, book me, etc. I said, oh, shoot. Oh, yeah. I guess yeah. I listen more to those dreams. But yeah, so it was spiritually given to me. Um, I, I Like I said, I feel like I'm living a lot of past lives in one. And mm-hmm. um, sometimes, what well, some people can understand what I'm saying, and some people are like, what the hell are you talking about? But, you know, I just feel like I'm a very old soul. <laughs> right, right. And I've been here numerous times. I've always been creative in every life I could think of. Um, and I feel like when you do get something spiritually given to you, you can't escape it. It's mm-hmm. like it's like music and creativity and all these different things from being five years old is it's always been in my face. I've always was like, right. oh, I love that. I love General Hospital. I love all my children. You know, I love that. Right. right. Drama. <laughs> if that, well, you know, what was feeding my soul as a young kid. And then, mm-hmm. you know, just growing up and seeing things. So it's just like, um, to, in shortness, to answer your question, it was just it was spiritually given. Right, everything was just literally just like, hey, here you go. That's no, that, that's so super interesting because you know no matter what you want to call it, we'll call it Bob for right now. Say the the, the right. spiritual aspect or the spiritual world, whatever you want to call it. Um, right, right. The, it has a tendency to tap you on the shoulder. It mm-hmm. has a tendency to whisper in your ear, but there's also that tendency to grab you by the collar. And shake yes. <laughs> the bejeebus out of you, um, right. you know, because sooner or later you're gonna listen to 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 that voice. It mm-hmm. just depends on how voice how loud that voice is going to get. Um, right. And and I love the fact that, that you know you are giving testimony because that's mm-hmm. what this is. If we're being if we're being honest, you're giving testimony as having faith 
in that right. vision, in that moment um, to invest in and to make these changes. But these changes also, if you look at from a, a marketing point of view, the story is so awesome. You know, right. I, I could sit and tell your story over and over again. Mm -hmm. um, and it's something, you know, that that's there. Oh, they got a dream. And then, then they, they woke up and this is who they are now. You know, so yeah. this is all leading to this aspect. Now, how yeah. does it bleed between musician to author? Mm -hmm. How did that happen? Again, which came first, the CD or the book? And did book. the one bleed into the other? Oh, the book came first. Yeah. So I so okay. So before the book, I was okay. So I was a sign model. I did some modeling work, some professional modeling work, and then as I was, you know, doing that, I was already working on a book. I was already in talks with a publisher at the time. That whole experience, and um, once the publisher kind of didn't want to. I guess published my work far as she had a genre in her mind. Mm -hmm. And just like when you go to a record label, they have like a genre and I'm like, oh, I want you to do this, but yeah. I want to do this. No, we don't want to hear that. You know? So she right. wanted me to do uh, teenage books of kids being reckless and stuff like that. That wasn't my, I wanted to talk about after the, right. you know, being teenage, I want to talk about the, the 20 year olds and 90 and 30 year olds and stuff like that. So um, I basically walked away from that deal. Um, and Lee letters, you know, she later still bought a book for me <laughs> after I published <laughs> and stuff. But um, I, I feel like everything kind of just let itself in. Like I, I went to the model agency, I modeled, I did some professional work. Um, I was already working on the book. I was doing some little bit of college at the time as well. But I just knew that every day I went to this community college, I, um, which I didn't want to at first, but it was like, shit, I didn't have the money for anything else um, at that time. It's like every day that I went there, something in my mind always told me that you don't belong here. Right. It's, it's like, it's like we're going to let you sit through this two-hour class, but you really don't belong here, so you're wasting your time. And that's mm -hmm. what I kind of felt in my soul every day being there. So like I said, that's what kind of just pushed me more into the entrepreneurial world. And um, book came first, and then after the book, that's when I started to just dabble into music more seriously, not like just playing around, doing freestyles, but actually just really being serious. And once I seen the response to mm -hmm. my rap skills, that's when I was like, oh, I got something here. <laughs> let me let me work on it. Let me, you know, let me own in on it. And now we're here. No, we we definitely are, and and that's yeah. that's incredible. Now, what is it like? I'm trying to word this correctly because I I want I really want to know how important this is, but I don't want to have you feel like you're being commercialized or anything like that. So, no, um, I'm open. So, what is it like, you know, doing hip hop in mm -hmm. an industry that is very single-minded when dealing more towards the the pop aspect or at least has been for a very point long point of time where you know right. the ultimate in those skill aspect and and that that machismo has always mm -hmm. been a huge part of, of hip-hop although there have been like different the evolutions yes the hyper masculinity yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, what no, i'm trying I, to I get getting, i was getting what you was playing down um good make sure <laughs> <laughs> no rough. right right you got it you got it <laughs> no i i 
and I love the way, like I say, I like the way you deliver questions. Like I, I oh, that you. stuff. That's that's my type of stuff. I'm I'm very mental. Um, I I feel like once I realized that I okay, so I freestyle for my brothers first. Mm-hmm. Once I got the approval, I ain't gonna go anybody else because they right, yeah, right. already was doing their own thing with music at one right. point. You know, um, once I started to work more in the industry and being you know who I am and stuff like that, um, I I couldn't. I've had a lot of experiences where people doubt you before they hear you because they're already thinking that they know what you're going to sound like. Right. You know? Um, but then when they started to realize that I, I could rap just like y'all and maybe even better <laughs> um, yeah. and talk my, you know, my sass mm-hmm. um, and, and not be so just one track minded. Like I can, be masculine but i also can give you a touch of feminine nature as well yeah. I, I think it just kind of was like the perfect explosion for me like i was just mm-hmm. like okay well when you go in a room you're going to have people already prejudging you for how you look what you sound like etc and when i do become seven normally they're they're very wild and like oh shit, you know wow wow you know yeah. you did that one so i feel like for anyone that's navigating I guess these type of spaces being openly whatever you are, um, it's challenging, but it's not. I feel like because I got the talent to back it up, I don't really worry about it. And then nine times out of ten, a lot of those individuals end up liking me <laughs> too. So, you know, and that's a whole nother thing. So it's like at the end of the day, it's like I feel like I I I, I birth an energy that it allows people to really connect with me. Mm-hmm. And we don't really worry about the whole gender sexuality thing, right? right. We kind of worry about the content of the art itself. But there are one track minded people where they kind of like, right. oh, I hear that, right. you know? <laughs> it's like okay, and then I right. play them something, and they're like, oh, I'm like, yeah, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, can't judge well, a book by its cover, you know? And Might and and that. That's that's a super key because it is mm-hmm. so so important, you know, not judging the book by its cover, but to understand that in every genre of music and right. every style of music, there are different points of view that mm-hmm. can be told. Like, look, right. you know, um, Uncle Frank Zappa said it the best: all original music's already been done by people in powdered wigs. You know, right. just do you. <laughs> And just be super genuine with who you are. Because, right. you know, Kevin Smith <laughs> talks about it. You know, all the stories have already been told. It's just our point of view that we have to be artistic with. Right. You know, so, right. of course, you know, I, it, one of the reasons why we do this show is so that we can tell those stories of success doesn't have to look like MTV Cribs or, mm-hmm. you know, you got yourself on Lifestyles of the Rich and the Famous, right. you know. Success is I am happy doing what I do every day and right. my basic needs are covered. Um, and that's right. really what we want to, we, we want to hammer home here um, yeah. is, you know, you live, you work hard for it, but you live a content life, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and how much of that is being content with who you are and how much of that is being content <laughs> with what your bank account looks like. Right. I think both. I mean, I, I I feel like once I became like again, like once I became Seven Taylor 
and then the doors just started to open up and I'm like, okay, oh, so I feel like Dorothy and the Wizard of Oz. I was like, okay, just gonna ease on down the road. Um, and I started going to industry parties and meeting people that I've listened to one night in my damn room. Um, I, I feel like at the end of the day, what's the best way to put it? I feel like life happens, but it's good to happen with it. You know, some people are so just content with, um, I guess, their versions of wealth. Because wealth comes in ver various versions and methods. And um, financial wealth has always been in my life. <laughs> and then I've always right. been given the tools to make a buck. That's not the right. problem. That's not the issue. I think my um, mission has always been to blend the worlds so we're not focused just on those physical aspects right you know because like i said exactly. wow people tend to like you or people tend mm -hmm. to and another thing too is like just to speak a little bit on the sexuality thing sexuality is not black and white <laughs> you know it's very much in color mm -hmm. <laughs> and everything is not straight nor gay there's other mm -hmm. intersections in here and I feel like sometimes there's people that just, and we've heard from many of our iconic individuals that, you know, lived a private life outside of like Luther mm -hmm. Vandross and mm -hmm. um, I forgot the act, the comedian, Richard Pryor, all right, these right. different people that were dibbling and dabbling in those communities mm -hmm. um, privately. And the list goes on and on and on. And, and again, it's like a lot of these people that you love and, you were dancing with and intimate with and all this, you know, far as like listening to their art, a lot of them were living opposed lives behind mm -hmm. the scenes that you just never knew because of that time period. So it's like, it's like once you understand how beautiful the rainbow really gets, you don't worry about the rain. You know, right. you don't really worry about those things no more. I don't really worry about if you, because like I said, nine times out of ten, I get those experiences where someone pulls you to the side and they're trying to holler at you. Are they... Right expressing how they you know what i really like it you know right. or whatever the situation is everything's not sexual mm -hmm. but when we do have a mindset of thinking that gay straight it's like yeah. that's when it's like okay rap pop which one are you gonna right. go right. i do everything house rap pop <laughs> everything I, I'm, a, I'm a very much um i'm an artist right. and i feel like the my only I feel like my purpose being here in this earth realm has just been just the right to express. Right. As long as I express, I'm good. I'm happy here. Once I mm -hmm. can't express anymore and things, stuff like that, I've served my mission. Got to go. You know, right. it's, it's, right. it's not personal. You know, no, no, it's definitely not personal at all. But but I, I love it's not personal either. It's like, yeah, well, well, but, I know too. well it's just I love. I love how it's really it is you know 100% that that true story of you mm -hmm. are yourself. You 100% yeah. embrace who you are, flaws yeah. and all and 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 you roll with that and that is what gives you the success is you're right. you're making the best version of you. The best mm -hmm. version of you is going out there. It's, it's uh Miramoto Musashi's book of five rings uh the yeah. emptiness scroll is to be so good at something that it mm. becomes muscle memory and that's why I referred to the 10,000 hours initially because it does state 10,000 hours you become a it master at something. <laughs> um yep. and you know there's only but so many hours in the day um mm. and you're you know you've really 
look, I'm not going to say you're you're at master status. I'm saying you're 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 at contentment status of right. how you manage being yourself, and mm-hmm. just been being yourself, finding the proper way to reimburse your investment. And it, it though it's always going to be a continuous. I investment. like that. <laughs> um, I like well, no, more things. I thank like you. That. Thank you're, you. You're very, thank you. What is your sign? Uh, 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 stop. No, no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Pisces. I am a Pisces. I was like, yeah, Pisces. Okay. No, because I was, I because I'm, I'm a Libra. So like, we're very. What is your sign? What is his sign? What is our Princeton sign? P. My sign yeah. is Sagittarius. Oh, okay, so you're my mom. You're a fire sign. Okay. Either you're gonna burn the house down, or you're gonna have a harmony. Either or. Yeah. No, I like like I. I feel like astrology has a big part of our genetic makeup, even though mm-hmm. people, I think people look at astrology as just dating wise. And it's like right. it's far beyond that. But I do, I'm a Libra air sign. Mm-hmm. We live up here. <laughs> so people that are beings, I should say, that are very intellectual. That's, I like those type of people. Yeah, so let's works. go deep. Let's have some deep conversation. I don't want to <laughs> keep talking about surface level things. Like exactly. give me something that I'm really going to be like bedazzed about. Like, oh, you went there, you know. So I do oh, yeah, like no. the, you, you word things. We 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 so. we love to look. That's the true true thing is we have this this platform, and mm-hmm. we want to tell your story. But I want to tell the realistic right. aspect of it because yeah. again, if somebody told us, make sure you put aside ten percent and invest that in, you know, right. a marketing strategy, you know, uh, a, a Spotify ad run, you know, rainy day. <laughs> A rainy day, but releasing the mm-hmm. record and not having an actual marketing budget right. is very, but it's very difficult to There's do because <laughs> you're still you're investing in the possibility of something. Um, yeah. you know, which is true. But and, and also doing nothing is doing something. Mm-hmm. I always like to tell people that too. When people are like, oh, I'm not doing nothing, you are doing something. Right. You know, whether you're sitting down in a bag of chips or whether you're just laying in your bed and, you know, it's so when you think about that, that uh, analogy in life, when when people are just I think about this, there's 95 percent of people in the world that are investing, going to and and helping the production of someone else's dream. And then you have the sure. other five percent of people that they realize what they're doing and they switch right. occurrences. Like, oh, matter of fact, let me go. Like, you know, someone yeah. right. working nine to fives and then you always get fired or something always happened with you and a manager because y'all both have management mindsets. That was your right. key. Right? They're like, okay, I got to get out of here because I want to manage the manager. <laughs> I want to be the boss because I am a boss. You know, so right. it's like once you understand that 5% of, of again, um, a mindset of like, okay, to become the boss, I have to think like a boss. I can't be a worker right. and be the boss at the same time. You know, right. I, I I gotta have some type of uh significance in the roles that I play. And that was me. That was how I got out of nine to fives myself. It's just I had money saved up for rainy days, but mm-hmm. I also was very consistent. I already had a a brand, you know, bubbling. And then I also just said to myself, and I'm about to go into four years of just being a full-fledged entrepreneur of like really Good like being able to like bring in, thank you, being able to bring in money and handle things and stuff like that. Um, in 2021, once I got that, I call them downloads. And once I got the download of like, okay, the literacy of this situation is if I want to become the other 5%, 
I have to make the risks of the 5%. You know, it's like, if I keep trying to play this even uh, comfort zone, what am I getting? Right. If I keep making the same pie, I know it's going to taste like, it's going to taste like cherry. <laughs> let me mm-hmm. let me make something else. Let right. me do something else that's outside of my comfort zone so I can see how that feels. And then once you start getting that feeling, you're like, what? I'm kind of a little addicted. I like this. I like yeah. being able to set my own schedule and know what my deposits hit and, you know, all that stuff like yeah. that. Yes, it's work, but life is work itself. But sure. it's like once you really get yourself out of that 95% pool and you become that 5%, you know, go over here with the 5% cool kids. And the cool kids is not really cool kids. Cool kids is disciplined kids. <laughs> yeah, I understand I, I, this. Yeah. You know, I get life kids. I understand I my childhood best friends might not make it to right. the red carpets with me, kids. You know, it's like you understand the vision. So you you're willing to make the um there's a woman, her name is Lisa Nichols. She's someone mm-hmm. that is a self-made millionaire. Yeah, I probably came across her at some point in your life. If you haven't, check her out. She's someone that really inspired me one day in a gym in 2021. Like I said before, I really went full fledged. And it's like she asked a question. One of the questions that she asked you during her motivational speeches is what is something you haven't done, you know, Mm. for where's the place that you have, you know, it's like and you think about it because you're so caught up in like the matrix of things you're so caught up in going to work and doing this and doing that and you know it's like it's, it's robotic i don't like robotic things i like to be spontaneous well one thing i have to do that's robotic is say wnhhlp 103.5 fm new haven myself right. Preston, <laughs> and my partner in crime long island rays elm city Gosh, made really. seven i hope i didn't lose your train of thought please go ahead yes <laughs> right robotic yes <laughs> yeah just the, the hindsight of it yeah so it's like things become so robotic for you that you kind of like you you could guess it in your sleep it's like oh all right no you're going to come in at two. She's going to come in at three, you know? So it's like, once you get to a place where you're like, okay, if I am going to continue this, then where does this really lead? Me? Like where, where am I leading myself? If I'm always knowing the next thing, like there's beauty in the unknown, there's beauty in being a, a individual that many don't get. I love that. Cause now I get to impress you when you actually do dive deep into my work. You know, you I don't really know about seven. And then every you you playing all my music and and, mm-hmm. and buying all my 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 content right. now. Now right. you're you know now you became a fan, and I and 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 that's what happened because that's what happened with me with the people that I looked up to. Right. I don't really know who they is. I don't know what they're giving. But after that second song, mm-hmm. I, I, I like them. <laughs> you know. Right. And you just grow from there. So it's like. I, I feel like if anyone wants to build something or create something, think about the 95 and 5% rule of life. Mm-hmm. It's like the population is 95. That other population where they're really being free thinkers is is, the, is that 5%. But it takes, you know, sacrifices to get there. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm willing sure. to do it. I'm willing to, you know, I got, I got a lot of, I have a lot of generational curses to break. So I don't got time Ooh. to lose. All right, yeah. I'm gonna tell. I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna really sit with that that amazing healing speaking you've got going on there, and I'm gonna speak power into that because I'm very very big yeah. into into those those type yeah. of aspects, and and uh, I love using this forum for that. Um, right. 
you know, that, that being said, you know, I, like with myself, it was say 48 laws of power or, um, 22, uh, and, uh, laws for branding and different things like that, um, that have helped Miramoto Musashi, or, you know, books of philosophy that have helped you've had, right. um, Miss Nichols, any other aspects there? Because you literally are, you know, like, I will say this, I already see, the next book being towards more towards like a self-help book and it's mm -hmm. being titled, you know, being content, but never complacent, you know? Well, I have, well, the one I'm working on, well, I already published is this one right. that's out now. And this one is called, I think I love myself, deep meditations, affirmations, and universal connections. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so this is definitely, okay. So it's like, with this book, I, I wrote this book more so. This is a psychological self-help book, but it's also, it's a love letter to my previous versions of myself because I feel like mm -hmm. in order for you to really heal, I got to go back to my five-year-old self or my 12-year-old self or whatever version that's really speaking out to me the most. And when you commit to a reset, of course, it's going to feel very erupted because it's like, dang, I'm used to doing this. I'm used to doing that. I'm used to, it's like, it's, it's a whole different world. And I feel like once you really commit to the reset, like you said, life will either give you the space to do what you got to do or it's going to choke you. <laughs> mm -hmm. And like, hey, make that decision. Um, that's what I feel like a reset does. It's like, it, it keeps giving you like little signals. You keep getting frustrated. You keep feeling complacent. You keep feeling mm -hmm. stuck. You keep feeling like, mm, these people around me just don't get what I'm, what I'm really doing. And then out of nowhere, one night it just hits you. Quit your job. <laughs> yeah. Leave yeah. them friends alone. Leave that relationship. Um, and it's and it's so erupted. And you're like, wait, but what does that look like? That's the unknown. But commit well, and, to the journey and it will literally rebuild itself right before your eyes. You and, and and that one hundred percent is is even in investing in what you're doing on your mm -hmm. everyday average basis because yes. you know the part is I want to stay away from, you know, being complacent. I want to be content with myself. I want to stay away from being complacent. And the mm -hmm. thing that always sits with me is I remember being in the military and I remember them saying yeah. complacency, um, it could give you an inch and a half. And, and, and an inch and a half means death. Uh, mm. and the reason why they would say that is you say you're on a patrol. Yeah. You're doing the patrol a hundred days into into your uh you know into your deployment and you're about to go home you know or you're set up for leave in two weeks and you know you've seen the same strip of road a hundred days and it's boring um mm. but it's the same thing but you come become complacent you become relaxed in that moment and you right. push your kevlar up just an mm. inch and a half and that inch and a half is all that sniper needs to end you that's true you know, so that's right. the difference of being complacent, but being content. I'm content right. on this day that I'm doing this one more right. time. And this doing this one more time is going to get me to my leave in two weeks. Yes. Doing this one more time is going to get me to tomorrow. You know, right. th then you can sit down and you can count down. You know, I got four and a wake up, you know, because right. that <laughs> dream is going to happen. You've yeah. just got to continue to work it even in those moments of boredom your right. hundredth interview oh, yes. your boredom, you know three million text 
Oh, yeah, the, yeah. the isolation, which gets even crazier. They don't, you know? they don't talk about those things, but yeah, it's because again, just to add to what you're saying, to set like I, if, for me, everything is driven by just the consciousness of how you think, the mindset, and and isolation comes with success. Little do people know that's why a lot of successful people hang out with other successful people because they get it, they get it. What they had, what we had to go to to get here. Um, but yeah, it's like isolation comes, and then. It's the insanity too. It's the okay. I want to move here, but I know I'm gonna have to release this to get there. Mm-hmm. Well, you know. But then you got people attached to you. You got people trying to put their emote, and it's like I don't care about those things. Right? But <laughs> I gotta get myself over the horizon first, and then I could come back for you. I can give right. you some much better resources once I put myself out there into the jungle. You know, right. and that's where my mindset is at. Where it's like. I'm I'm just getting started. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I'm just getting started. I'm very focused on exactly what I want to do with my brand, with my talents. Um, and and even with me making a lot of impact thus far with a lot of upcoming artists or are people that maybe not want to dabble in music. They just like to see someone that they went to school with at one point doing, you know, so many phenomenal things. So yeah. Mm-hmm. It's definitely important to be not only just consistent, but understand why you're consistent, too. Well, it's also really important to understand that, unfortunately, we're getting the Apollo curtain pulled on us. The producers are saying it's about that time. But we want to give these last minute and a half just to you to tell people how they can invest in you, how can they can connect with you, how can they help you grow your brand and how can they help grow with you? Um, The floor is yours, sir. The floor is mine. Yay. Clap, clap, clap. Uh, so, hey, y'all, I am Seven Taylor. Um, in many worlds, I'm a universal spiritual connector. In other worlds, I'm a music artist, author, yada, yada, yada. Um, you can find a lot of my content on booksby7.com. I am on all social media platforms. I do have a new album out called The Clip Off. 27 tracks, amazing features. It's an experience is what I'm getting from all the listeners. Um, yeah, take a chance on something that's really going to give you something. I, I feel like that's the nugget of the day. You know, what you get back is sometimes worth more than what you probably put in, you know? <laughs> so, and I thank y'all as well for just, you know, hosting this intimate space for me. And I appreciate you both for just allowing me to come on. Oh, yeah. And grab a copy of my book yes. on Amazon, Barnes & Noble. My, web, my website, you get it signed. But Barnes and Noble and stuff like that, you just get a cute copy, you know. But yeah. <laughs> other than that, yeah. And I and I love that you shared that story about us because that it, it just gave me a lot of confirmation with things, you know. Just hindsight, hindsight of what you see. Sometimes you walk past someone that you're going to be in a meeting with, you know. You never know. Exactly. You know. We other than know. that, yeah. Thank you so much, Seven. We appreciate you. On WNHHLP 103.5 FM New Haven, myself, Preston, and my partner in crime, Long Island Rays, Elm City Made, EZ Blues. Wondering what to write about, trying to figure out what it's all about. Excellent, Celeste, am I worth anything or just a scout? 